The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper? Now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Malcolm Bamford. I am perched on the northeast coast of England in Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Uh, today is Monday, the 23rd of May. Uh, this is the early recording uh, for the slate of games, which are the evening of uh, Monday, the 23rd of May. Uh, so we're recording for tonight's games. Uh, joining me firstly, uh, Mr. Noah Bennick. Noah, what's happening? How are you doing? How's it going, Malcolm? Doing pretty good. Um, fresh off a nice ass kicking by you and season long fantasy for the week. Um, but yeah, I just want to address this. I'm in a different location than I typically am for recording. So I, I think my microphone does pretty good at tuning out uh, background noises. But if you do hear other people talking, I'm not the only one that's working from home right now. So, And I'm a little bit closer than, to the rest of the crowd in my house. So I just wanted to say that, but I'm ready for a, a a full work day because we're doing Monday and Tuesday slate today. Yeah, we tend to be doubling up now on a Monday. Um, don't try and get your defense in first about the uh, season-long fantasy. We could, we're going to cover you know that. I had to. <laughs> we're going to cover that at great length in a moment. So uh, don't worry about that. Um, also joining us, and he's always moving or upside down or in space. Uh, Dylan, what are you doing today? Where are you? <laughs> Um, home in uh, my New Jersey home, hanging with my dog. Uh, but no, I put the phone down just because my allergies are going crazy today. Uh, but no, it's good to be with you, Malcolm Noah. Uh, happy Monday. And yeah, we got a lot of baseball games to get to today. You didn't want to be in space today to honor that light year release by Disney plus today. Oh no. I, you know what? I went to the movies to actually see Doctor Strange yesterday, and I saw the Buzz Lightyear uh, into Infinity and Beyond, and I was like, that actually looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not much into the hey, comics and to- stuff, but I love Toy Story. So go ahead, Mel. Where we coming in today, fresh off the uh, Just wanted to briefly touch on with Dylan the, the last day of the EPL season, um, which was oh, no. very exciting. It's always a wild ride. Uh, the, all the games kick off at the same time. There was lots of Malcolm, tell me what happened. <laughs> the, uh, well, Liverpool and Manchester City were going toe-to-toe. Manchester City needed to win. Uh, at one point, found themselves 2-0 down with about 14 minutes left um, and then scored three goals in five minutes to completely turn it around and pipped Liverpool. Liverpool won their game, but they pipped Liverpool by one point, but it was... Uh, Tremendously exciting, Dylan. Did where did you watch it? How do you how do you consume a day like that? Were you just watching one game, or did you have all the scores coming in at once? No, so oh, I had the, Liverpool... the No, I actually went to the movies in the afternoon. But in the morning, I had the Liverpool game on the big screen. The little screen, I had the Man City game, and I'm going. Yes, we're they're down two nothing to to Villa. 
everything's going right. And then the craziest five minutes ever. But it's okay. We still get second place. We got a bigger task at hand. We got the Champions League final. Come on, Malcolm. We got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, well, they were going for an unprecedented quadruple. Uh, but they I, can still win a triple if they, if they win in Paris on, on Saturday night. Yeah, we were driving home from baseball. We'd been, we'd been on the road. And uh, we had a car full of... Uh, there was a lad from El Salvador in the car picture. There was a new picture we had from Hong Kong. So we kind of had a real global audience in the car. And some people understood what was going on. Other people didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> but the car the car was bouncing along the motorway when all the goals were going in on the way home. So it was quite I just find it situation. crazy that they play in two leagues in two seasons at the same time. Like, my mind just can't contemplate that happens. It's just different competition. It's not really the, the Champions League is called the Champions League, but it is a more of a cup competition. I said the NFL really needs a, a, a cup competition, just a free draw, a knockout cup, a bracket uh, that you could play on top of the regular games. But uh, the last time I floated that idea, Moonaf just immediately told me to shut up. Uh, so he wasn't <laughs> buying that. Um, right, we will get on with... Uh, Today's games. I'll try and bring up the the and that you got in fantasy as, as we go along, uh, Noah. But I'm not going to. Oh my I'm god! I made that too. more respectable, though. It's not like the score is what it is, but it was a lot closer than it was early in the week. I do feel a little bit like you beat me because I was nine one up all week, and then right into the. I think with your last at bat, Manny Machado hit something, and then you you went in front of me in batting average. So the score ended up eight to two. Um, so yeah, I don't know why, I had, but eight to two. Feels almost like a bit of a week, loss. Almost all week I had you tied in steals, and then dude, the runs came was really close. It was 35-33. I'm looking at it right now. So I almost made that thing six four and even more respectable than it could than it looks like. So yeah, you, you basically you won it on Tuesday. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I had a monster on Tuesday. That's all I need, mate. It's under control. At no point <laughs> was it not under control, Noah. Uh, right. The oh, I'm not arguing that. <laughs> 6.35 Eastern first pitch tonight is the Colorado Rockies at the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, which is Chad Kuhl at uh, GT Brubaker uh, for Pittsburgh. Uh, the lines are... When my page uploads, uh, Colorado plus 115, Pittsburgh minus 136. The overall under is at eight. And Noah, uh, you're going to lead us off with Colorado at Pittsburgh. All right. Well, so for me today on Monday's games, I have all of the PVB, but I'm not going to say the same stat lines for every player both on Monday and Tuesday, it gets old for me and it gets old for the listener. So today it's going to be straight handicap in the games, money line, totals, run lines. And tomorrow I'll add my DFS stuff in, but I do have a DFS lineup that I'll play in the SGP on contest for today. That I'll okay. give at the end of the podcast, but like for that. the Rockies and pirates, um, Chad cool and JT Brubaker, like you mentioned, are, uh, dealing here against each other. This is a revenge game for cool, but it's also the Rockies first game outside of Coors field after a nine game homestand seeing pitches with decreased lateral and vertical movement in Coors field. In those nine games, the over was six and three. It'll take the Rockies some time to adjust to the pitches with more movement and, and the pirates suck 
<clears throat> Brubaker's on the mound, <laughs> but I'm still I'm still not confident in the Pirates here. Expect the public to be on the over, but regression from this hot Rockies offense. I'll pick the Pirates to win the game, the Rockies to cover the spread, but my bet is on the over here, under here. Uh, so the under, which is what did we say? Under eight uh, is the pick then from Noah. Uh, and the Pirates suck is a top bit of handicap, and that's the content we're here for. Uh, Dylan, Colorado at Pittsburgh. Yeah, both teams struggling to get back in the win column. Uh, Chad Cool is actually better on the road than at home. 3.43 ERA, eight runs in 21 innings. He does have 11 walks. He has to keep those down. But with the Pir- uh, Pirates, they got Brubaker on the mound. He has a 5.65 ERA at home. Nine runs in just 14 innings. The Pirates have lost their last three starts. He's pitched. Now, despite both teams' troubles of late, I trust the bats of the Rockies way more than I do of the Pirates. I, I can't believe Brubaker is actually the favorite at home. And I like the revenge factor for Poole. He used to pitch for Pittsburgh. So having a better year, I think he's going to go a little harder against his old teammates. So I'm going to fade Brubaker. Give me the plus 115 with the Rockies. Yeah, I completely agree with everything both of you said then. Um, you've got a pitcher um, 0-4, an ERA of 5.5, and you want me to take minus 136 about him? Um, no thanks is the answer. Cool's been more than serviceable. Um, it will be a little bit of a, a, a sea change for uh, Colorado moving out of that environment. Um, but if anything, I think it'll probably, or it could help them a little bit. It's going to be uh, just be able to put bat on ball a little bit a little bit easier. I don't know. I think um, there's nothing in the two records, either the two teams, as in the splits record, uh, nine and 13 at home. Um, the Pirates, the which isn't great. The Rockies have been five and 10 on the road, which isn't great. So there's no real angle in, apart from um, who is uh, quite considerably the worst pitcher here, uh, which is Brubaker. So I'll feed him. Uh, and the uh, the Rockies are a great price. Uh, plus 115 for Colorado. Uh, I thought it was outstanding. So, yeah, co-sign that um, possible uh, lock material for me because there weren't too many. Uh, sorry, dog. Uh, there weren't too many dogs that I liked today, so uh, I will box that Colorado plus one fifteen. Uh, a six forty Eastern first pitch is the Chicago Cubs at the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Drew Smiley, uh, the lefty, goes for Chicago, and Vlad Gutierrez goes for Cincinnati. Uh, Chicago a minus one twenty seven on the money line. Cincinnati Reds a plus one hundred eight. The overall under is set at nine. And Dylan, you can take us through this one. Yeah, I got to fade Gutierrez here. He's coming off the injury list. Uh, the Cubs they only average three point six runs per game, but I think getting a guy like Gutierrez is good for the Cubs bats, who they're looking to get on the right track. So I, I think Smiley is the better pitcher between the two. So. At a minus 115, I like the Cubs here on the road. Uh, Noah, what did you make of this one? Yeah, so uh, Drew Smiley, he's 1-5 and five on the year with a 397 ERA, 26 strikeouts, 7 walks in 34.1 innings pitched on the year. Smiley's last two outings have been against two of the least feared offenses in the league, the Pirates and the Diamondbacks. He's pitched 10.1 innings, and he's given up 7 runs on 16 hits with 9 strikeouts and 2 walks. Vladimir Gutierrez is 0-5 on the year with an 8.65 ERA, 19 strikeouts and 19 walks. Goody's last two starts have come against the Brewers, where he has pitched a total of uh, 
where he has pitched to a total of 11 runs scored on him in 10 innings on 14 hits. In those two starts, he gave up four round trippers and four walks. So far, there are only five fantasy baseball starting pitchers this year that are worse than Vladdy Goody. They are Chris Bubich, Jake Brents, Adam Aller, Reaver San Martin, and Carlos Hernandez. Another not really fun fact about this game is that the two teams have combined to place 15 players on the injured list in the last five days. That that excludes the guys that the Reds couldn't take to Canada to play the Blue Jays this weekend. The Cubs come into this game losing four of their last five against the D-backs and Pirates, whereas the Reds have won three of their last five. Also, guys, the Reds overs may be dead. Uh, the total for this Reds-Cubs game is nine. The under nine is eight and one in Cincinnati's last nine games. I've been on the Cincy Reds money line train, and I'm going to keep riding it, and I'm betting the under here too. The under total is at nine. <clears throat> Uh, okay, so a little bit of a uh, alternate view there from Noah. I like um, the when you initially look at the pitching matchup, it just jumps off the page. You you got a pitcher who's one and five against a pitcher who's zero oh and five. Um, a three ninety seven ERA an eight sixty five ERA. I'm still not totally out on Gutierrez. Uh, I've I got him over the winter in a lot of best balls and a lot of drafting holes, and I know we talked about him last year a lot now. It's getting to the point where I might have to start bigging out on Gutierrez because um, it's just, it's, it's becoming a weekly thing now. But I do think he's capable of throwing in a good start. Um, I thought this was tricky. Uh, I can't back Gutierrez until I see it, unfortunately. This was a little bit like the, the last game when you're asking me to take minus 136 on Um uh, You can't take a plus price, uh, plus 108, sorry. Um on Gutierrez, um, I don't really trust the Cubs. They're a team I tend to be getting wrong all the time lately. Um, but I thought they were a reasonable price tonight. And I'm just taking... You've got to fade that picture, unfortunately. Uh, minus 127 uh, for the Chicago Cubs was my pick as well. So I'll side with Dylan. My, uh, my reasoning... My reasoning for the under, I, a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy. This is my only reasoning is, like you said, the two ERAs jump off the page. They're so inflated. A lot of people are going to think that this total at set at nine is going to be low. I really think that I'm just going to try to sneak in here and be a little bit smarter than the rest of the public. I would also yeah, agree not? with you, Noah, because I set my total at 8.6. So I, I like the under as well here as Okay. Because I do think Gutierrez will get hit a little bit, but I think Smiley's going to have a better outing and he's going to hone down the runs just a little. Love it. Okay, next up is a 7.05 Eastern first pitch. Uh, the LA Dodgers at the Washington Nationals. Tyler Anderson goes for the Dodgers and Johan Adon goes for Washington. Uh, the Dodgers are minus 226 favourites. Washington plus 184. The over-under is set at nine. Um, Anderson is 4-0 and uh, with a 4.04 ERA. Five games started, 35 and two-thirds pitch, 34 strikeouts and a 109 whip. Um, Adon is 1-7, and 6.38 ERA. Um, eight games started, 36 and two-thirds, 31 strikeouts, 164 whip. Um, Anderson's generally been great. He had a couple of bullpen starts before his... He, he made his way into the rotation. Since he joined the rotation, he's been fine. He had a bad um, a bad day two starts ago. Gave up seven earned runs against Philly. 
in that wild weekend series where everyone was scoring runs. Um, but yeah, I've got no problem with him apart from that. He's been absolutely fine. Um, Don was better last time out, but you're getting the same stat line every start from him, really. Um, he's... Uh, yeah, he's just, he's just reliable to give up a few runs. This is a really boring game to handicap, a boring game to pick. Um because you've got a minus 226 favourite and I would be surprised if you boys haven't reached the same conclusion as me due to a lack of alternatives, which was the, the Dodgers on the run line um, at minus 131. Uh, Noah, did you get to the same conclusion on this one or are you going to totally fly in the face of it? Yeah, so uh, really I'm on... Dodgers money line run line. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fade them against one of the worst teams in the league. Dodgers are one of the best teams on the run line. So uh, just keep playing black, right? Correct, Jim. Uh, Dylan, what do you think of that? Yeah, I would. Uh, I actually saw as low as minus one twenty on the Dodgers run line. I love that. I mean, if you're gonna go with the Dodgers, I would take that. But I'm actually going to lean towards the over nine at minus 108. Two of the top 10 hitting teams. You got to think the Dodgers are going to come out guns blazing after blowing that lead yesterday to the Phillies. I don't know if you guys saw it. Just Max Muncy just sat back on the ball and let it eat him up. I mean, I, I, I don't play college ball, but I played baseball my whole life, and I probably made that play a thousand times. You just People who had Philly's money line yesterday can never complain about a bad beat for at least a month. So I was on the right <laughs> side of that. You got to think the Dodgers are going to give uh, Adon some trouble here. I, I like the Dodgers everywhere, and I like the over as well. Uh, next is another 7.05 Eastern first pitch, the Baltimore Orioles at the New York Yankees. We had some fun uh, with this matchup last week uh, when they played a series. Um Jordan Lyles goes for Baltimore and Garrett Cole, uh, the Yankees ace, question mark, is on the hill uh, for the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees are a minus 329 favourite. Uh, Baltimore plus 264. Over or under is set at 8.5. And, uh, and this game belongs to Noah. Hit me. Sorry, did you say Orioles and Yankees? Yeah. Was was that one of my games? Where was it? Dylan, have you done this one? Yeah, this one was mine. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I was like, I'm the not. I was going to say, 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 I <laughs> no, it's all right. I uh, I like to decide another total for me. I, I was able to get the opening line at seven and a half, and I, I took that over. I like this up to 8.3. That's where I set my total at. I also see value here with the Orioles. I'm starting to come over on the outside with that. And I saw a plus 270, so that's a nice play if you're able to get a team that just played a doubleheader yesterday. Uh, the drive from Baltimore to, to New York is only around three and a half hours. I do it all the time. Not too bad, but Four out of the last five meetings have gone over this total. The Orioles were able to get a nice win yesterday against the Rays, while the Yankees, like I said, just lost two of three from the White Sox. The Yankees definitely have the hitting advantage. The reason I like the overs is because both teams have scored a decent amount of runs, especially when they play each other. Also, Jordan Lyles has faced his Yankee team three times already and has not fared well. And Cole, he's given up two or more runs in his last three starts. So I think we see another high-scoring game. Give me the over seven and a half. 
So over seven and a half there. Um, okay, Noah, you can tell us some things about this game now. Um, well, the Orioles do have very good PVB against Garrett Cole. I mean, Lyles and Cole just faced each other last week. Um, and I remember giving out a ton of Orioles from that lineup that had good history against Cole. So, I'll, I mean, in saying that, it's still Garrett Cole. He had a great outing last week against these Orioles. I'll pick the Yankees money line. I'll pick them run line. And my most confident bet here would be the over since both teams just saw these pitchers last week and what Dylan just said. So that's my official bet for this game. Yeah, I'm going to take the over as well. I watched um, this game last week and Garrett Cole gave up a lot of hard contact. He got out, I think it was the first, didn't he? Um, with, a, I think it was three really hard hit balls. Um, Marvin Gonzalez maybe was playing out in right field and he ran down a couple uh, and then there was a sort of either a ground rule double or a double off the ball before the before they got the third out on another sort of warning track catching. Um, yeah, Baltimore do seem to be able to put back the ball on Garrett Cole, uh, and they beat him okay. Uh, Anthony Santander, uh, Santander uh, was one of my team that beat. Um, I don't know if we mentioned I beat Noah eight two in fantasy last week. Uh, Anthony Santander contributed quite a lot uh, to the uh, to the devastating yeah defeat three bombs ministered. Yeah, yeah, just the three bombs. Um, so, yeah, I've got the Baltimore uh, Orioles have been particularly feisty lately. So over um, seven and a half in that, uh, especially with the Yankees being able to contribute probably three or four to, uh, seems like a great price to me. Uh, the next up uh, is a 7.20 Eastern first pitch, which is one of yours, Noah. Uh, it is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Zach Wheeler's going for Philly and Tucker Davidson Goes for Atlanta. Uh, Philly are, let me see, Philly are minus 135. Um, Atlanta are plus 115. The overall under is at eight and a half. And uh, Noah, this is you. So Zach Wheeler on the years two and three with a 349 ERA, 41 strikeouts, 10 walks in 39.1 innings pitched. In Wheeler's last 12.1 innings, he has faced the Padres and the Dodgers where he only gave up three total runs on one home run, which the long ball seems to be his only kryptonite between this year and last year. Tucker Davidson, on the other hand, is 1-0, but with a 5.87 ERA, five strikeouts and five walks in eight innings pitched this year in his first start this season davidson was bombed by the nationals but in his second and most recent he settled down and threw five scoreless innings against the brew crew the phillies have lost five of their last seven against the doyers and the padres whereas the braves are coming off of a six-game roadie where they went three and three against the marlins and braves you'll find me betting betting the under in this game and i'll pick the phils to win and cover the run line yeah, I am. Um, the under was exactly um, the, the pick that I got to as well, Noah. Uh, Wheeler is improving, like you see. Center was settled down. And I like Davidson too. He was part of that little stable of Braves uh, pitches like Ian Anderson and I think the other one was Bryce Wilson who might have got to Pittsburgh. He sort of brought them all up at the same time. Uh, and I'm expecting better things from Davidson. Um, I just thought a bit of a start of the week, new series, uh, little low-key Monday game. And not as many runs knocking around today. Um, under eight and a half runs was the bet for me. Uh, Dylan, what do you think of this? 
Yeah, I, I would uh, co-sign the under with you. I'm actually seeing nines out there for this game as well. So shop around. I set my total at 7.8, but I'm going to take the Phillies here on the money line. I was able to get a minus 105. I like them up to a minus 125. I like Wheeler in this spot. A lot of familiarity with the Braves since he's always pitching at least with the Mets and now with the Phillies. Momentum is high right now with this club after beating the Dodgers. They just seem to always have the Dodgers number this year for whatever reason. So I like the bats of the Phillies better with uh, against the Braves. I think Wheeler has the pitching advantage. So on the road, give me the Phillies here. I like them on the money line. Uh, next is a 740 Eastern first pitch. The Detroit Tigers at the Minnesota Twins. Bo Brisky uh, goes for Detroit and Chris Archer goes for Minnesota. Uh, we have lines of Detroit are the underdogs, plus 168, Minnesota minus 202, an overall under set at eight. Um, Brisky's 0-3 with a 513 ERA. Uh, started five games now. That seems to have happened very quickly. Uh, 26 and one-third pitched, uh, 15 Ks and a 133 whip. Uh, Chris Archer's 0-1 with a 410 ERA. Seven starts, 26 and a third. Also, uh, 24 Ks and a 141 whip. Um, Brisket has worst start last time out at Tampa Bay. Um, but he's generally been competitive before that. I know um, Noah will have some thoughts on him. He's been watching him a little bit more closely. Uh, Archer's still been on a short leash uh, for Minnesota. He hasn't He hasn't got out of the fourth inning yet. Um, I get the feeling that Brisky might just be getting caught up to a little bit. Um, Archer contributes a couple of runs regularly. So it doesn't go deep into games. Uh, I thought this could go over. I actually had it written down at eight and a half, so I can scribble out that 0.5 because I'm now seeing it eight. Um, so I thought both pitchers and both teams could contribute. Minnesota have been hitting as well. They had a, a good comeback yesterday. Came back from six to nothing down to win seven, six. So they've been putting some runs on the board. So I thought we could get to over eight in this one. Uh, Noah, uh, Bo Brisky a little bit on him. Yeah, so I think I, I've honestly had Brisky's last three games on the podcast here, which is pretty cool because yeah. I feel like I have him down pat. He goes about five innings, six innings, gives up three runs. Last outing, he went six. He gave up four. Usually he gets tagged in the first inning. He gives up one, two, three runs, and then he gets into a groove in the second, third, fourth, fifth inning, and then last outing in the sixth inning, he he gave up one more solo home run to put to make that total four. I feel like he's a very consistent pitcher, um, and he's been a very, very nice surprise for this Tigers rotation that has completely fallen apart. We have only one healthy starter from the starting rotation that Literally, the season just began last April, and it's a month and a half in, and we have one healthy starter. I feel like we're the Mets over over there with Dylan Rockford. Mm-hmm. So, um, honestly, uh, the Twins are a team that I have no gauge on. Like I, I seem to can't I can't hit a bet with them, and they are prone to a lot of unders. So I don't feel comfortable with the full game over. But the Tigers have great PVB against Chris Archer. Tucker Barnhart, Miguel Cabrera, Jonathan Scope, Javi Baez. Um, they they all hit well against Archer. So I would consider a team total on the Tigers. Uh, and you might get a good price on that because the offense has not been good this year. Okay. Uh, love all of that. Dylan, what do you think of this one? 
I'm actually going to go the opposite side of you, Mala. I played the under eight and a half. Uh, if I did play a side, I do see some value with the Twins. Uh, I was able to get a plus 112. Any plus price, if you're able to get the Twins on the run line, I like that. The Twins were down six going into the eighth yesterday. Came back to win seven, six. So uh, a little makeup for the Dodgers money line ticket yesterday. But you got to think they're riding high after that nice comeback win. They're getting Carlos Correa back. And the Tigers, they've also had a tough time scoring some run as of late. And I think the Twins win this game. The game stays under because Minnesota's ballpark is very pitcher-friendly as well. So I, I like the under eight and a half. That's my official play. But I do see some value with the Twins on the run line. Okay, so more conflicting views on that. We're getting a few of those today. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. Make sure, uh, if you like any of these picks that the boys are giving out, to get over to win bet. Uh, where the $50 to win $200 promotion is still rolling along. Uh, $50 bet qualifies you for 200 bucks in free bets. Uh, plus the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users can receive a $20 free bet if they win, lose or push. A three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. Um, the match is coming to the win and you can bet on it at WinBet. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers... Uh, minus 200, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, plus 165. Who doesn't love a bit of that? Uh, loads of choose. So all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where pay through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 I'm also, while we're here, going to tell you a little bit about Sleeper, uh, the fantasy platform app, which I'm certain you use for your fantasy NFL leagues. Um, best best app out there for your NFL leagues. But they've added uh, a little bit of uh, shenanigans to it now. There's a little over or under game you can make some money on. Uh, really easy to play. Choose your sports, choose your players, choose your props, uh, and then correct uh, select your stake. If you pick correctly, you can win anything from two to 20 times that stake. Um there's a fun little chat room, so you can uh, you can copy your friends' picks. You can have a little bit of smack talk with them. Loads of fun to play to ride out all the uh, all your sweats together. Uh, so download the Sleeper app to play their new over or under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. All you have to do is go to sleeper.com uh, slash SGPMLB, which is our unique show code. Um, and that'll get you the 100% deposit match bonus. That's sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The next game we're going to have a look at here is the Toronto Blue Jays at the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, Jose Berrios goes for Toronto. Miles Mikolas goes for St. Louis. Um, the lines will be in front of me in about... Two and a half seconds. Every time I click onto another page, the page I've just left decides it needs to reload when it frankly doesn't. Toronto are plus 101. Uh, St. Louis are minus 119. The over or under is at seven and a half. Uh, and Dylan, you can lead us off with Toronto at St. Louis. Yeah, I like the Cardinals here on the money line. I got the minus 110 of the opening line. Still like it at 
whatever you're able to get now. I like it up to a minus 130. I just see another opportunity to fade Barrios on the road. He's He has a 643 ERA, and in his last two starts on the road, he's given up 11 runs in just nine innings. I can't back him, especially with how good Nicholas has been pitching. Last two starts at home, he's given the Cardinals 14 innings, three runs, given up just one walk. I'm also fading the, the bats of the Blue Jays. They've only scored... Uh, they've only scored more than four runs just one time in the last six games. The Cardinals just put up 18 runs at home with the better pitcher, the better lineup. Give me the Cardinals here at the short favorite. Yeah, I thought this was a really quite a straightforward handicap. I think the, the Blue Jays were such a short price on name recognition only. Um, so I get ever so slightly concerned about the Blue Jays. Um, and at some point, they are going to probably put it together with the bats a little bit more. But um the, I just looked at the standings and they've dropped off. They've, they've now dropped seven games back off the Yankees. Um, and Toro- uh, Tampa Bay uh, are in front of them. And yeah, just slightly concerning times for Toronto because they really were expected to have a very a very up season. And they just haven't. They're, they're 8 and 11 on the road as well, um, which is a, a great point towards this pick. Uh, and uh, yeah, of course, I know everything you say about the two pitchers. So St. Louis minus 119 uh, was my pick. Um, Noah, what did you think? I'm going to retweet everything that Malcolm just said because I am on St. Louis as well every which way because I feel like Toronto has been so public this year. A lot of people like that squad and their offense, but Miles Nicholas is just flying under the radar and I think he should have success today. Okay, so uh, a hat-trick of St. Louis Cardinals. Um, Next up, uh, I had a TBD picture for this when I handicapped it. Uh, I know, Noah, you're going to look at this. So I didn't have anything for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, this is an eight Eastern first pitch. Cleveland Guardians at the Houston Astros. Uh, Luis Garcia is going for Houston. I'm guessing there must be a pitch around because there's uh, there's some lines up. Cleveland a plus 170 and Houston a minus 201 with an over or under of eight and a half. Um, Noah, you've got a Cleveland pitcher and having given us that, can you handicap it for us? Uh, I tried my hardest to find one. I don't know if Dylan found one, but I did. I was unsuccessful in doing so. I think it's honestly just posted because no matter who Guardians throw out there, they are not rolling right now. They're all the same. And yeah, the the Astros are pretty dang hot. So no official pick here, as I couldn't find a probable pitcher, like I said for Cleveland. Uh, but I still feel pretty good about Houston winning this game on the year. Luis Garcia's. Three and two with a 335 ERA, 41 strikeouts, and only 12 walks and 38.2 innings pitch. So give me the Astros, give me them on the run line, and I would lean towards the over too. Okay. Yeah, I had nothing for this one. Like I say, I couldn't find a picture for this. So uh, you can count me out of this one. Uh, Dylan, did you have much for this Cleveland Houston game? Yeah. So in the beginning of the day, I saw Zach Plesak going, but then I saw about 30 minutes before we jumped on, it's going to be Tristan McKenzie going for the guardians. Okay. So uh, my official play is going to be the under eight and a half. Uh, I also see value in the guardians here. Uh, I think the guard, the guardians and the Astros both have really good. Bull- Ooh, sorry. I felt the sneeze coming on. I think uh, the, both of them have really good <laughs> bullpens and I think McKenzie, he's going to do a good job keeping the guardians in the game. Maybe if you want to take a first five plus a half, I like that play. But at plus 110 with the Guardians on the run line at minus 110, I think that's really good value. So I would lean with the Guardians and I also lean under. 
Yeah, I will say this, like Dylan being like a value better. I definitely see that this is the valuable side with the Guardians. Now, whether they win or not, that's to that's, yeah. be, de- that's to be determined. But I do think if you are going to bet this game on the money line, it's going to be the Guardians. I just don't like the way that they've been playing lately. Yeah, Cleveland have remained competitive, I suppose, all season. I mean, the the record on the road is 9-12. and 12, But yeah, well, you certainly wouldn't give them... Uh, no chance in this game. Um, next up is a 9.40 Eastern uh, first pitch, which is the Kansas City Royals at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Zach Greinke, um is a pitcher. He had no part whatsoever in me uh, beating Noah 8-2 in the Fantasy League uh, last week. Uh, neither did I Zach Davis. The, no, those two boys had nothing to do with that 8-2 result, uh, just to point that out. Um, the lines on this game are... Uh, Kansas City are minus 103. Arizona are minus 116. The overall under is set at eight and a half. Um, Greggy, 0 and 2, 348 ERA. Um, eight starts, 44 innings pitched, 18 Ks and a 1.2 whip. Uh, Davis is 2 and 2 with a 435 ERA. Eight starts, 39 and a third pitched, 30 strikeouts. In a 125 whip. Um, Grenke still been going along steady. He had a bad start at Colorado, uh, but we tend to forgive pitchers that one. Um, Davis had a very similar line, actually. It was his last uh, start, which has inflated his figures. Um, he gave up five earned runs. Um, Arizona have been scoring a few runs uh, recently. They've uh, that that wild game against the Cubs last week where there was 11 homers. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've been a little bit better. Um, but I do think they, they're going to regress. Before that, they really weren't a particularly potent offense. The, uh, they were doing very well with runners in scoring position and the, they were the only hits they were getting, which is a great habit to get into, but isn't very sustainable. Um, I thought both pitchers could bounce back here from bad starts. And like you see, uh, Kansas City and Arizona aren't the highest run scorers. Um, in MLB, um, Kansas City particularly uh, slightly slightly anemic. So um, I thought the under um, was a good play here with both pitchers being able to, to keep a lid on it. Under eight and a half for me, uh, Kansas at Arizona. Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, the battle of the Zacks. Uh, I do favor the Snakes in this spot. Davies, he has to keep his walks down, but... He's, got, he's done a good job keeping the ball inside the park, not giving up a lot of home runs. Now he's going up a team that just, like I said earlier, blew a 6 nothing lead. This uh, bullpen's used up a little bit. Also, this Royal team, they're struggling, and they're, they're out. A lot of their guys, especially their best player in Salvador Perez, he's on the injured list. The only guy I really like is Bobby Wood Jr. And Andrew Benatendi's actually having a pretty good year. So no way I could back them right now. So give me the snakes at minus 110 at home. I do like the under as well. I set my total at 8.1. Yeah, MJ Melendez has uh, been filling in for Sal Perez there. Um, he's a player. Would you stop already? He did contribute to... Oh, so do you know what yeah, I'm going to say? He only contributed because my catcher, Salvador <laughs> Perez, was on the I.L. How do you know what I was going to say? That's unprofessional to assume I was going to bring up the fact that I beat you 8-2 in fantasy. I wasn't going to mention that at all, but I've lost my initial thought. <laughs> <Noah>. <laughs> what do you think of this game? Yeah, I'm going to be on the D-backs here in this game as well. Uh, they've been the more competitive team so far this year. Um, minus, I, I see it 
at a pretty dang good price, minus 116 against the Royals team uh, without their best hitter, Perez. Um, and I, I lean towards the over. I think both team, both offenses should be able to hit today. Okay. Uh, short and sweet like it. Um, I'm slowly trying to crack his spirit here, folks. Uh, at 9.40, Eastern first pitch is the Oakland Athletics at the Seattle Mariners. Um Old Logie, what's his first name? Zach, another Zach. It's uh, yeah. gone back to back, back to back to back, Zach's here. Zach Logie uh, goes for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, and Marco Gonzalez goes for Seattle. Um, Oakland are plus 144 on the money line. Seattle are minus 170. The overall-under is set at seven. Uh, Noah, you've got this one covered? No, I do. Or is it Dylan? Yeah. That's good. Oh, God. Oh, good. Uh, I like the total in this one. I like the over seven. I think we went a little too far with this. I set my total at 7.6. Seattle, there it is a little more pitcher friendly during the night, but with the A's, they've scored three or more runs in four of their last five. Same with the Mariners. They've scored three runs or more in five straight games. So the lineup is a little top heavy for my liking, but I think they'll be able to tack on a few tonight with Marco Gonzalez. He tends to give up a lot of hard contact, not a lot of swing and misses. So I think both pitchers give up a few runs of themselves and the bullpen this year for the Mariners hasn't been good. So I think they're susceptible to giving up a few runs. So give me the over seven. Um, totally agree. I think uh, Logie's gone. Okay. Actually, um, don't really know what we were that we were expecting too much of him, and he's he's been fine. But I do think there's a few runs coming uh, from Logie, and like you say, I think Gonzalez uh, Gonzalez can contribute too. Um, and that line has shifted too far. I was surprised when I saw it as low as seven. Um, so I think we can get to the over on this one, uh, Noah. I'm actually going the other way. I'm jumping on the late action. I'm taking the under seven. I just think both offenses are not rolling right now. The athletics uh, have reverted back to that minor league offense that we expected. And Seattle just got wiped clean by Boston in four games this weekend. So I'll be on the under seven. That's my play. Yeah. Fade, fade the uh, cool team in, in the Mariners. That's fair enough. Uh, the really disappointing start from the Mariners, a little bit similar to the Blue Jays, probably the, the team were they underachieving. Started hot. I'll, I'll give yeah, them that. Yeah. They started hot. They, they've been cold over the last two or three weeks now. Yeah, 17 and 25. Uh, next and I'll up say is the, this. Hold up, hold up, what, Malcolm. I'm sorry to ruin your flow. I will die on the sword with this Mariner team. I will let you know yeah, for the whole <laughs> season. I'll die with them. So just FYI, I'll keep back in the Mariners, especially if we're going to continue to get good prices. They're, right now, they're a big favorite, but... I expect a lot of their games are going to be underdogs. Mate, you're going to be a poor man if you keep uh, if you keep taking these Seattle Mariners the way they're going. Um, oh, no. The, the Brewers and the Padres is a 9.40 Eastern first pitch, which is Adrian Hauser. And Nick Martinez uh, goes for the Padres. Uh, they are a one, uh, minus 116 favourite. Uh, San Diego, Milwaukee are minus 103. Um, the overall under is set at seven and a half. So close game, this one to handicap. Uh, Noah, um, how did you split the two teams? 
Yeah, so Adrian Hauser's three and four on the year with a three twenty-two ERA, thirty-one strikeouts, seventeen walks, and thirty-six innings pitched. And Hauser's two previous starts, the Brewers have lost to the Braves and the Reds. Eight runs were scored against Hauser in the two starts, but only three were earned. As for Nick Martinez, he's two and two on the year with a three eighty-nine ERA, thirty-six strikeouts, fifteen walks, and thirty-five point two innings pitched. And Martinez's last two games, he has thrown four innings against the Cubs and the Phillies. He racked up 14 strikeouts with only two walks in those starts in the Cubs start. He was tagged for five runs, but he held the Phillies scoreless. The Brewers come into San Diego winning five of their last seven games and the Padres have won nine of their last 13 and are on a four game winning streak. The Padres unders have been money this year. Their arm barn is absolutely solid and the brew crew has one of the best pitching staffs in the league so i'll be betting another under here and i'll take the padres to win and uh where, where did i land on this spread um it's not out yet so yeah that's I, i'll probably take the brewers to cover that spread yeah um this this was really tight everywhere i think the uh, the over and the under seven and a half look just about spot on. I'll be interested to see what Dylan gives us on that one because I do like Nick Martinez. He's uh, he's he's cut out the walks, which is key uh, for him. Um, I, I would have taken Milwaukee if they were at home, uh, but they're not. So yeah, this is a hard one for me. Um, I died giving out a no, but. Uh, the Padres have looked quite sharp. They, they put a little bit of hurt on the Giants at various points uh, this weekend. They're 7-3 and three, uh, for the last 10. They've got a decent home record too. Um, but again, you see, you, you applied the similar things to, to the Brewers. Um, base, just because of the home advantage, uh, I'll take San Diego on the money line at minus 116. Uh, Dylan. Yeah, small lean toward the Padres here. When I was first starting to handicap this yesterday, Mike Clevenger was going, but he's going to the injured list. And now, like you said, we got yeah. Martinez going. Uh, I don't really want to back Hauser on the road. Uh, I think the reason people are high on this Padre team for the record is because they, they beat up on bad teams. The Reds, the Poopy Pirates, they played twice. So <laughs> they've had one of the easiest schedules thus far. I do think Manny Machado's in the front runner of uh, MVP right now. Him, Eric Hosmer, they're keeping this team afloat right now. I trust their bats a little more, especially at home. And as for the total, I would agree with Noah. I do like the under. I set my total at 6.7. So at seven, at plus money I'm seeing, I do like that play. Um, yeah, bit of a shame about Mike Clevenger. I had to move him uh, into my uh, IL spot on the on the fantasy team uh, in the league. I've just, I played Noah this week, actually, and uh, I beat him 8-2 uh, in that contest. Mike Clevenger contributed towards that. Um, but yeah, a bit of a shame that Clevenger's had to go on the on the IL for that one. Um, Ooh, I the last game of the evening, on the IL. Oh, shut up. No one's... <laughs> uh, uh, the 9.45 game is the last game off, uh, which is the Mets at the Giants. Um, Devin Peterson goes for the Mets and Alex Cobb. Uh, is on the hill for San Francisco. Uh, the Mets are plus 119, San Francisco minus 140. The overall under is set at seven and a half. Uh, Peterson is 1-0 uh, with a 189 ERA, started three games, pitched 19 innings for 16 strikeouts and a 111 whip. Uh, Cobb is 3-1, but has a 561 ERA, 
um, 25 and two thirds. Pitched 32 strikeouts and a 152 whip. Um, I like Peterson. I'm a fan. Uh, he's been going along steady and being called up uh, with a lot of the pitching injuries that the Mets have. Uh, he's fine on the road as well. I've got no problem with him going into San Francisco, uh, which is a decent pitcher's park. Um, Cobb's figures are distorted slightly by the seven earned runs he gave up at Colorado. That's not the first time we've said that tonight. So, yeah, again, we tend to give, give him a little pass for that one. He's been great before that. Um, the Giants are scuffling along a little bit. Uh, the Mets have been going along fine. But I just thought maybe the under on this one, I thought a bit of a pitcher's due in that big old park um, and we could get the under seven and a half in this one. That Colorado's uh, no was also off of a groin injury. So I just wanted to say that because I know that off the oh, okay. top of my head because he was on my IL for fantasy. In the what in the league? I just beat you 8 2 in that one. Yeah, that one. Okay, Chummy. Uh, just we can expand <laughs> on that, mate. You, you, can, you can crack on and uh, continue your handicapping of this game for us. Uh, yeah, I, I like Cobb. I, I believe in the guy and uh, I, he's been pitching well not including the start that he came off of injury um, in Coors Field. So I'll be taking the Giants to win this one. Uh, the Mets with the travel here. I think they still do cover the run line. I'll take the plus one and a half them, but I'll, I'll take the over seven and a half in this game. Uh, Dylan, how do you feel about your New York Mets? You still full of positivity? Uh, yeah, we... I, I think if we could win uh, two or three or, uh, yeah, I think we're playing three against the Giants. If we're able to win this series, I don't think we should panic just yet, but it's a tough road trip here. We, we were able to win in Colorado two of three. But uh, as for this game, it may come as a surprise. I'm not back in the Mets tonight. Uh, the Mets, like I said, they did take three or four last time they played, but that was at AT&T Park. Uh, no, but this time, excuse me, is at AT&T Park. Uh, I think it's going to be a little different. You always want to see how the team does traveling from elevation the next day. Even with the Rockies, traveling away from elevation always takes a little out of you. Now, Peterson, I, I know he's been all right, but he's been a guy that's been called up, sent down multiple times, and I think that takes a toll on a player. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never been called up or sent down, but I think that does mess with you a little <laughs> bit. I think Cobb and the Giants have the advantage. Nothing official. I do lean the Giants because I'll never officially fade my team. But I also like the over as well, seven and a half. I set my total at 7.9. Okay. Uh, so that, boys, just got us to the end of this uh, Monday show. But before we get to our lock and dog, um, Manscaped is back. These adreads are always an adventure. This is my first time with the new uh, Manscaped. Uh, love so it. let's see how we get through this. And the first three words I say are sweaty sack summer uh, is approaching. Uh, it's time for you to prioritise <laughs> the comfort of your crutch. Uh, that's why the kings of crutch comfort Manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. Um, the the boys at SGPN have had the honour of testing out these new boxes uh, and apparently softest fabric of any underwear uh, so breathable, it's like gills for your groin. Get in. Uh, so let your bulls breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using code SGP at manscaped.com. Um, loads of other products as well. The Lawnmower 4.0, the electric trimmer for below-the-waist grooming, uh, skin-safe technology. Um, the dual pouch, a pouch designed to cradle your boys in their own special space, uh, lined with perforated performance fabric, to keep everything well ventilated. Uh, just imagine your balls sipping pina coladas, chilling on a hammock on some <laughs> tropical beach. Uh, 
It sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm not. Uh, the micro mold, this is worse than penis armchair. Uh, the micro modal fabric is buttery soft and breathable, keeping your cucumber cool. Walk, run, strut. These moisture wicking boxes breathe without breaking a sweat. Um, you can choose from any arrangement of designs and colours, and sizes range from small, Noah, uh, to 3XL, Dylan, for all of the guys out there. So get 20% off free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Once the boxes 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. Uh, I told you it would be an adventure, didn't I? Uh, I'll be ready. I'll be more ready for that one later on uh, when we record Tuesday's games. Right, okay. Lock and dog time for this Monday's slate. Uh, Noah, I feel like I've treated you very harshly tonight. We'll let you lead off. Yeah, so I found a good price on the Reds against the Cubs tonight. Plus 108 is going to be my dog. As for my lock, give me the under eight. It's minus 119 in the Rockies-Pirates game. The Rockies are traveling from Coors where they had a nine-game home uh, homestead, and they will be going to Pittsburgh to play in PNC Park against a team that just does not have a very good offense. So I really like that under there. Okay, uh, Dylan, uh, give us the good stuff. Yeah, so I'll stay over there in Pittsburgh for my lock. I'm going to take uh, – for my dog, excuse me, which I do think is a lock as well. Uh, I'm going to take the Rockies at plus 115. I'm just going to fade through Breaker at home. I, I trust the bats more of the Rockies. I think they'll have a little – They'll be a little tired early, but once the bats get going, I think they'll they'll break out for a few runs. So I'm going to take my dog as the Rockies, and as for my lock, I'm going to take the Cardinals on the money line at home. Nicholas, I just think he's better this year than Barrios, especially on the road, 643 ERA. And the bats just – you got to think they're going to get going sometime for the Blue Jays, but not tonight on the road. So I'm going to take Cardinals as my lock. Okay, well, I had the exact same lock and dog as you, Dylan, but I do have a, I did have a secondary lock, so uh, I'll pivot away from St. Louis and I'll put up the over seven and a half in the Baltimore at New York game. Um, obviously, New York always capable of putting runs on anyone. Uh, they can't do it to Jordan Lyles, but uh, we think Baltimore can get to Garrett Cole as well. They hit him hard last week. Seven and a half seems low. Um, I don't have a pivot for my dog, so I will co-sign the Colorado uh, plus 115. Seems like a, a good price to me. It's a nice revenge game. So, Yeah, absolutely. All right, this is 77NB here, and we just finished recording the podcast, and Malcolm spent a little bit too much time bashing me on my fantasy team's performance this week and forgot to let me give you guys my DFS lineup for today's SGPN contest that'll begin around 6.40 tonight. There's a nice, juicy 10-game slate on DraftKings and a couple of games that I am eyeing for stacks here tonight are the LA Dodgers against the Nationals. That game is over nine for the total. Uh, another nice one is the uh, Yankees Orioles. It's seven and a half, but I really like a Yankees stack in there because I don't think the Orioles are going to participate to that total very much. Another eight and a half game is the Guardians and Astros, the Royals and Diamondbacks. So those are some games that I would look at for some stacks, a cheap stack, there's two cheap stacks that I kind of would interest tonight in tournaments or cash games, and that is the Oakland Athletics against Marco Gonzalez 
and the Detroit Tigers against Chris Archer. Both teams have very good PVB against both pitchers, so not bad ideas to play some guys from either the Tigres or the A's. So here's the DFS lineup that I'll play in tonight's SGPN contest. Hopefully I kick Malcolm's ass in it. There are two premier pitchers on this juicy 10-game slate that I need to get my hands on. Garrett Cole for 10,500 against the Orioles and Zach Wheeler for 9.9K versus the Braves. Both pitchers have really found their groove lately, so I cannot pass on them in a small tournament or a cash game. At catcher, it's going to be public, but my guy, Adley Rutschman out of Oregon State, switch hitting catcher with power, hits for average, can run for good speed as a catcher, can do it all. Five-tool player, one of the best athletes in the world. Uh, he's still at 2,000. Put some respect on his name. First base, give me Miguel Cabrera at 3,200. Miggy is hitting 400, 8 for 20 with five singles, a double, and two Miggy mashes off of Chris Archer. At second base, I'm keeping up with the cheap Tigers stack with Jonathan Scope. Scopey is 375, 15 for 40, six singles, three doubles, and six home runs versus Chris Archer. And at third base, give me Josh Donaldson at 5.2K, who has the best PVB batting average on the slate at 539 against Jordan Lyles. At shortstop, it's another Tiger because I have to go with a cheap stack playing Garrett Cole and Zach Wheeler. I like Javier Baez. He's at a nice little discount. He's batting 533, 8 for 15 with six singles, a double, and a Baez blast of Archer. And in the outfield, I'll finish my Yankees stack with a red-hot John Carlos Stanton as he's the hottest Yankees hitter over the last week, and he's hitting 467 against Lyles in his career. My last two outfielders are Alec Thomas, who's still being offered under 3K, and I'll take that every day of the week, and Corey Dickerson, who's being offered at 2,400, who is 4 for 8 with three doubles and a dick shot off of Brios. Now back to the program. Thanks, everyone, uh, for listening. Thanks, you two boys, for putting the effort in on a Monday morning. I know we have to uh, handicap a lot of games uh, today because we go double bubble. So uh, appreciate your hard work. I'm sure all the listeners do too. Um, yeah, I had to like, face the review, today. All the usual places. We saw the MLB Gambling Podcast at number 69 in the podcast charts, which everyone was yes, delighted sir. about. Nice. So, uh, keep hitting those uh, buttons. It's a bigger shape to move. Uh, from that spot, although I suppose we could do with getting a bit higher. Uh, we can, they, they can't take that away from us. We were once there. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Good luck with all your bets tonight. Uh, we'll be back in a little while uh, with more picks, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.